Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Harry's Ad Spot. Harry's Ad Spot. Go do a little Harry's Ad Spot. Hi, today's episode of Two in the Tink Tank is brought, Tink Tank, is brought to you by Harry's Ad Spot. Uh, Harry's Ad Spot supports this <laughs> this podcast, and you can support the Harry's Ad Spot that supports the podcast yeah, by right. getting yourself some oh, oh Harry's sample pack. Oh my goodness, so much value! What's in there? So little to pay, Alistair. I'll tell you later in the podcast. I want to keep you on. I want to keep you on the but it's, line. It's Harry's shavers. Harry's shavers. We're talking a close, smooth shave. Mm. We're talking durable blades. We're talking, you know, precision engineering. We're talking two guys who are sick of having to pay for overpriced um, razors at the counter. You know, and then they've got to go up and ask the person to get it from behind the thing because they don't trust you. Think you're going to steal it. Harry's trust you so much, they'll just give it to you. Mm-hmm. They'll just send it to your house. That's how much they trust you. Absolutely. All right. We'll get into it later on in the podcast, harrys.com forward slash think tank. If you, if you can't wait to hear the details and you want to just go there and buy whatever it is now. Just fast forward to somewhere random in the episode. No, no, no. Just go to harrys.com forward slash think tank and you can just do it. Oh, yeah. But if you can wait, if you can hold tight, this is the marshmallow test. All right. <laughs> okay. You can, you can go to the website now, sure. Yeah. And get, and get the free sample pack. Or you could wait and then buy two. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. think about it. All right, here we go into the episode. Hello, and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy, and I'm Alistair George William Tremblay Birchall, and. It's it's so good to be here with you, Alastair. It's so good to be here with you. My date of birth is the... <laughs> just feel like if I'm giving away information about myself. Oh, which you are. You've already given away all of your names. Yeah, that's right. Which, as we've established, gives wizards power over you. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. What about Rumpelstiltskin? Yeah. Does he get power over me? Or no, if you I say think you get power over him. In half? Uh, <laughs> what a design flaw, by the way. Absolutely. And oh. also, why is he taunting people with it? Um, Was he kind of taunting people? Yeah, I bet you I'll never guess my name. I think it, it's probably just burning him up inside. You know, it's like anything. You try and... Because rep- he doesn't want anyone to know his name, right? And then he... Uh, mm. but, then, but then once that becomes his thing, he's a guy, you can't know his name, yeah. right? And then... then he, that starts to eat away at him. He starts to just want to say his name. But we always just want to hang out near the edges. You know, we're, we're coastal people, you know? We want to hang out near the edges, so it's like uh, the the rule is nobody can know my name. So then he bases his life around people trying to find out his name. You know what I mean? 
I like don't understand what that's got to do with coastal people that are living well, around the edge. Living around the edge, because he's living on the edge. Because that, that means if somebody finds out his name and says it to him, he's going to tear himself apart. Yeah, just like with coastal people. No, but <laughs> that's, that's, that's what living on the edge is, you know, with coastal people. <laughs> so you reckon he's getting a bit of a buzz from constantly being on on the verge of tearing himself apart? Of course. Look, this is yeah. this is the, another way of putting it, right? The other day, me and my son, and this is just this is just an accident that this actually happens to be a coastal based. Okay, because uh, I'm already confused. Yeah, no, I and understand. As we've established, I'm quite clever. Yeah, <laughs> that's from a previous conversation <laughs> that, about a sketch that he didn't get. That wasn't even by my, by me. It wasn't even that confusing. Okay, so me and my son are creating a wall. He's like, we, he wants to build a wall of sand uh, mm. by the water. A real Phil Collins. Type. A wall of not sand. Not Phil Collins. Phil Spector. <laughs> Phil Spector's wall of sand. <laughs> Build a wall of sand so that the water from the ocean can't get past, right? But if you build it too far away, mm. the water won't even reach it. And so you're not really blocking any water. And also, it's no fun. Yep. Right? Yep. What you want is somewhere where you have enough time to keep building, mm. but then also sometimes where you know a big wave will come and, yeah. and wipe it out. Now, this is a lesson about picking your battles. Well, it's a lesson about picking a battle in which you will definitely fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, then at least it's still a battle because then it's it's at least exciting. Or else, mm. I guess this is if you had nothing else to do. So Rumpelstiltskin, he could have just gone through his life. Without mm. getting anyone to ever ask him, uh, find out his name. He mm. could have just made up a fake name. Mm. He could say, my name is Michael. Yeah. <laughs> like that. And then he Hello, could have, Michael. Pleased to meet you. He, Can I have your first baby or he, whatever? He didn't have to be a trickster. No. You know? He could have just... Got, Straight got, up and down. Gone, yeah, gone, gotten an office job, you know, just done whatever. Uh, you know, become an accountant or something like that. He could yeah. have been in charge of uh, the King's Gold. Mm. You know? Sure. I trust a guy called Michael. Yeah. Right? But instead, he decided to live where it's exciting, mm. on the edge there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's his version of drinking and, and drugging and things like that. You yeah, know, yeah. Li- living an exciting life. For him, he doesn't need those things to be close to death. <laughs> He's got just people guessing his name. Now, when he tore himself apart, mm. is, that, is that what happened? When he heard his name, he I tore himself so. apart. I mean, that rings a very vague bell to me. Yeah. And what is, when you picture that, what do you picture? You picture he grabs... Like shoves his fingers into sort of the sternum mm. and rips his rib cage open and tears himself like that, or does he rip a leg off, rip another leg off? I reckon it goes in half like that. Yeah, s- s- I just I just picture him half. as being very empty on the inside. Yeah, and kind of be a bit more, you know, like paper mache almost. Yeah, he's a pinata type, but, but enough to sort of be able to live a life. Where- I mean, I would have thought he'd still be just just being a basically a. A hollow man like that, yeah. so fragile, he'd be living on the edge all the time. But he needs yeah. to raise the stakes even further. But there's a chance that maybe he wasn't hollow. Maybe he was so dense, yeah. but he was very strong. Very strong. It was, it was muscle density. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, this, is, this is me. This is what I would do if I was at the gym. Yeah. Right? If I was working out the gym, I'd just work out the chest muscles, the pecs. Yeah. Right? That's kind of creating leave, a handle so that you well, can... Well, but I'd leave everything else real flimsy. Oh, good. Right? Basically, like noodles. 
right? So to reduce the chance of me ever tearing myself apart. Would you even soften maybe the bones? I would soften the bone, (laughs) the arm bones and the leg bones. So there was no risk of them taking over and sort of taking things into their own hands. Yeah. I want to keep that chest strong and intact, protect the core. Yeah. Right? And then and maybe the maybe the cheek muscles as well. I guess that's like watching did you see that footage of Arnold Schwarzenegger getting kicked in the back? Uh I didn't watch it, no, because he tweeted that he didn't want people to watch it. Well he tweeted that he didn't want people to watch the one where you see his face and what he says. Yeah, right. So but I didn't hear anything in either one. I just oh, saw. Okay. You, I watched all versions. I was all... trying to find out what this thing was that Arnie doesn't want me to hear. <laughs> What yeah. his face was like that he didn't want me to see. <laughs> yeah, and then and but, was the face the face of a young Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at his face. Don't, I'll be back. <laughs> I'll travel through time. Um, well, he probably seemed to have that kind of dense muscle around his back and chest because Funny. he barely budged That's whilst amazing. getting fly kicked. In the back. And he just thought he was jostled by the crowd. That's yeah. what it's like to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's different. At 70. At 70. He's, he still looks pretty solid, doesn't he, in the chest area? Oh, yeah, he's solid. Even his biceps are still... Yeah, he yeah, must yeah. He must be doing drugs. I think he does weights. Oh, uh, well... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you reckon that's what it is? Do you think he works out? What are I, you bitch, I, I'm man? Not, I'm not sure he works out, but he does weights. <laughs> okay. Do we have any sketch <laughs> ideas? Um, I had, an, I had an idea, a vague idea, yeah. right, when you were talking about um, picking your battles, or I was talking about picking your battles while you were talking about some other thing at a beach with your it son. might be something with Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. Maybe in there, right. a sketch somewhere. Um, there might be as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not ruling out that there could be something with Rumpelstiltskin, Alistair. Do you want to talk about that first before? No, no, I move you on? go into yours. No, I'm just saying that you know we always think about pick your battles as in being pick a battle that you can win, right? Mm. But you could pick a battle where like it's an easy commute to the That's battle. True, yeah. You could pick a battle where there's like good cafes. You could pick a battle where you're like, I'm going to pick a battle in in France. That's right, because a lot of people you know? base because I love the culture. Yeah, a lot of people base picking their battles on whether or not they're gonna they're likely to die in the battle mm. but sometimes having to commute a long way mm. really kills you inside exactly <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna pick a battle where i can have a good time mm. you know where i can be home early see the kids oh here's a by the way within this mm. is the nine to five war <gasps> i love it <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it a war that you could just commute to? <laughs> and you know in it when you're going to knock off. Yeah. Right? So the war is in, say, maybe the CBD, or maybe we, we sort of designate a war area sort of in a, as, as like a, you'd have like an industrial sector, you'd mm. have a commercial area, and then yeah. you'd have sort of the war zone. Yeah. Or, you know, you can get there on the tram, right? I think that would be really nice. Yeah. <laughs> or a train or whatever, and you get there and all the different sides of the army are sitting there in their different uniforms on the train and then they go out and then they start fighting each other. Yeah. Oh, lunchtime! <laughs> I wonder if it would be like working in the media, though, where, like, you don't really get a lunch. Like, you can you can go nip out, get a lunch, but you're expected to come back and eat it at your machine gun. 
probably. I would say so, yeah. You, you, know? you could get a, like a pad tie around the corner. Yeah, yeah. And then come but they back. encourage you to call up and order it in advance, so you just nip down and get it. Maybe someone will get one for everyone. Go pick up all the meals. S- suddenly they get one. Yeah, they get. Yeah, I was about to say that, and then I realized that you had. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. No, Why did you start it with suddenly, though? <laughs> you started it with suddenly, which is well, like. Well, some of us like to have some excitement in what we say. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'd probably. Oh, that's boring, Andy. That's just speculative. Suddenly, but I guess everything... a man has been given a job <laughs> to get all the food for everyone. <laughs> now you're surprised. You're excited to find out who is this man? What kind of food are they getting? Is he going to get them all in a plastic bag? Or is he going to say, don't need the bag, and then carry them all and burn his arm on the pad tie? That's right. Or is he going to get a plastic bag for each single each one? Because people, wow. each, each person is getting a thing from a different, uh, you know, a different This guy's got to pick place. up a different... from. Thing from every different takeaway place. They're almost ruining the the economy of scale that we got and sending him just one guy down in the first place. Anyway, Alistair, it's your hypothetical. It's still faster still than, faster. than people suddenly than walking back to the. To I think everything happens suddenly. Line. Everything happens suddenly. Does it? Yeah. What about? What like about the, blacking out? Yeah. That kind of like that kind of fades wait, in a wait, little bit. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Blacking out, like of all the things you could pick <laughs> as an example of a thing that doesn't happen suddenly, losing consciousness, <laughs> well, Alistair. <laughs> dying, you know, but like... <laughs> dying? <laughs> Are you trying to prove your case at all? No, I mean, black, have you ever blacked out? Uh, no, I don't think you so. You know, at first you kind of go, oh, I'm getting a bit of head spin. Oh, and you go, and then oh, suddenly, and then it's like, oh, too much, too much, and then you wake up, and then you go, whoa. Would you say you wake up gradually, or no? You wake up suddenly. Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think everything, every single moment is sudden, right? Yeah, I mean, every moment is sudden. Like it's like, thank you. Suddenly, the next moment happened. <laughs> suddenly, the following one after that arrived. Yeah, I'm correct. Yeah, but then there's things that fade in and out. Mm. What about this? Fade. Suddenly it faded in a little bit more. Yeah. Suddenly it continued to fade in. Look, I'm not 100% sure on your on your everything is sudden <laughs> theory. I bet it's interesting, isn't it? It really is interesting. Hey. I mean, it's got me thinking. I want to write a dissertation on it. Mm. Dissertation. I tried to write a bit a bit the other day. Trying to write comedy. I, look, we haven't gotten. Wait, nine to five war. Mm, no, it's a really good sketch idea. Um, where I mean, is this? This is too dumb a joke, right? Oh yeah. This was. I mean, this was part of a bigger joke about war. Mm. Um, but I was saying, you know, you probably see me as a deserter, and I am. That's exactly. I'm the kind of. But that nobody's going to shame me when I get back. Uh, back to town, you know, like from deserting the war, you know, be like, oh, you coward or whatever, because I hang out with deserters. I hang out with deserter people, mm. right? You know, we we do deserter things. We eat deserter food, <laughs> mostly savory things. <laughs> um, That's too dumb, isn't it? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. It's it's quite it's quite a long a journey. Oh, but it's a it's to get a, there. But I mean, it's but part it's part of, of a bigger yeah. thing. Yeah, and there's other bits about being a deserter. Is there other bits about being a deserter? Well, I do desert the the the, the battlefield. There you go. 
I mean, there could be more. I look. The idea is that it's not that I'm really. There was a chance that that won't even make it in the bit because it's hard to find a place where there's not so much fat on it. Um, but, but I do like the kind of joke where you, essentially, make the joke by that you don't want to make mm, by not making it. Yeah, by not making it, but you you don't need to make it because everybody knows what the the hell the joke you're going to mm-hmm, make is, mm-hmm. and then you do you do a slightly different joke. Yeah, that is maybe the opposite. or. It's you the just same. do the joke. <laughs> do you think that's the joke? Um, I, look, I think that's really interesting. And I, I personally like the idea of hanging out with just deserters. Yeah. yeah. I think the, the tricky part would be getting them to show up. You know, well, of course. You organize a, sort of a get-together. Yeah. Very difficult to get everybody. I mean, you know that they're not A lot of be... maybes on that Facebook invite. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I guess you, you could be worried that... The people who run the war might be running the invites, mm. you know, and so then that could be tr- a tricky scenario. Like, like you feel like you're being trapped, it, it, like it's a setup. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But then you don't want free be- free savory food. There's a, you know, there's a, like a, an event that pops up and mm-hmm. you feed free savory food in the park. Yeah, come on down, all welcome. Everybody's welcome. Yeah. Oh, um, specifically you. And then you show up and you get caught for being a deserter. It's a good idea if you're the war people. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a bad idea if you're the deserters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I was thinking as well. <laughs> but then you also don't want to spend time alone. No. So it's kind of easier to just, I guess, start afresh with some person that you meet in the in the in just in the country you've deserted your army in. Learn the language, try to seem like a local. <clears throat> uh, yeah, but then then you might be r- r- be at risk of, of not only being a deserter, but being a, what's that other one? Where traitor? A defector. A defector. Yeah, a traitor, which is even worse, right? Because well, a deserter is someone who just goes away to not fight at all, mm. but then going all the way over to fighting on the other side. Yeah, no, well, you don't want to fight on the other side. All right, you just want to live on the other side. Yeah, you live on the other side where where your army can't find you. Yeah, or if they do, they'll just kill you accidentally as a civilian. You know, yeah. think that your wedding event is a military encampment or something, which seems to be happening. Seems to happen way too much. Yeah, people are having weddings that look way too much like a like a military thing. Yeah, I think maybe some cultures love to shoot guns in the air during weddings. <laughs> I think that's genuinely. Genuinely part of the yeah, and that's one of the reasons why that keeps happening. That's a, I mean, it was a they're edging, aren't they? It's a high risk. It's they're coastal people. Yeah, they are coastal people. <laughs> is that why Australia is a coastal nation? Yeah, because we love to edge. Well, I mean, what what good is there in the ocean? Almost nothing. There's almost certain death. And is yeah, this, so this is what swimming basically is, right? It's a because it is, it is. You're basically semi-asphyxiating yourself in a way in which you could die at any moment. Whenever you put your head underwater, yeah, that's a little thrill. Absolutely, it's like the ocean is just one big plastic bag, mm. and your body you're right. is like a head. Well, more so than ever, <laughs> right? Because of all the plastic. oh, because of the plastic <laughs> bags in there. I'm starting to follow your drift, continental. I mean, ocean mm. plastic. Drift. Yeah, that didn't work at all. Ah, well. Um, <clears throat> Do we have a third sketch idea in here somewhere? 
Um, oh, I just talked about picking a picking a um, a battle that about, had good you know, so amenities. Is there any reason why you would hide beans in your nose? Hide beans in your nose. Yeah. Well, do they ever? Do they ever? Um, you know, like like do they ever look search the nose? I don't Rarely. think anyone's searching the sinuses. Yeah. Right. But do you think they're listening to see if you have like a kind of hi everybody kind of nasally voice? I don't think I don't think being nasal is a cause for suspicion. In fact, I think people probably overly would a think that nasal people are uh, sort of more whiny and less likely to be involved in something cool like drug trafficking. Yeah, and right? hard to spend time hard with. Hard to spend, exactly. You don't want to be like, well, come into this small room with me. Go, I'm going to yeah. do a thing. Be like, oh, that's, that's quite an irritating voice. Yeah. I'm going to wave you through. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just heading back from Columbia. Um, yeah, well. Oh, yeah, I'm just heading back from Columbia to... Where I was visiting my mother. I think the body has a whole lot of unexplored cavities in terms of transporting transporting drugs. drugs. You know where I was thinking under the eyelids. No, I wasn't thinking that. But yeah. that's. I mean, I'm starting to do it now. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know that that little tray, that tray area up in the ear on the edge mm. of the ear there. You know, just like, so it's like just the curled over area. Mm. If you weren't living in Australia, you would recognize an area like that from fences, you know, like outdoor fences. That's kind of often where the where the, the red back spiders would be. And you don't ever curl your fingers under there. Sure. So, yep. But with the ear, it's a little, essentially like a little trough, mm. an upside down trough where you could just pack, densely pack some cocaine mm. in there like that and then just kind of. Put some putty, ear putty in there. Mm-hmm. And fill that in. Fill that in. And yeah. then you could bring in at least a couple of grams. grams. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if you if you did if you did it right, you you, you know, and you tipped your head back far enough, <laughs> you you would just be able to pour it in there and it'd just sit in there, you know? So like we like turn that upside down trough into a regular trough. No, but And then and then you could fill up the nostrils as well. Yeah. <laughs> And nobody wants to talk to the guy who's, <laughs> whose head is inverted. <laughs> whose head is inverted and he's leaning all the way back. <laughs> nobody wants to. You think this guy's bringing anything in? <laughs> I don't want to know, frankly. <laughs> I, I don't even want to begin, begin a conversation. Up. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable to look at him. <laughs> I think, but I think, I think under the eyelids, because you can pull those eyelids out, right? Mm. And if you shove two little baubles up in there, yeah, I drop them back down. Sure, my eyelids look a bit puffy, yeah. But when's that ever been associated with drugs in any way? <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. I mean, no, puffy eyes, sure, mm. but having lumpy eyes, lumpy eyes, <laughs> that's not associated with drugs at all. And if anything, you could get a lawyer uh, to probably argue. That they were harassing you mm. needlessly because no one's ever heard of lumpy eyes. And this, despite the fact that they did find drugs <laughs> under, under your eyelids, no one had ever heard up until this point. Well, I think that the 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 search is invalid if they didn't have probable cause. I'm sure you could you could argue definitely that. argue that. How about this? Right, injecting individual pores on your skin, so with 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 cocaine or whatever, mm. so that they become big. Big sort of ugly pimples on your face, yeah. right? And yeah. then and then they're quite hard, unpleasant to look at and deal with. And nobody's yeah. going to like search your pimples. No, that's right. And and then when you get 
to the other side. You, you just, just squeeze, squeeze them all. Squeeze them all <laughs> into like a little baggie. Yeah. Yeah. Or straight up somebody's nose. That's good. I mean, there'll, there'll probably be some real pus in there. Sure. But, I mean, that's like any drug, right? You don't know what's in there. That's true. Could be anything. And they cook it, right? You hear the word cook in there? I think cooking is involved in drugs. Yeah. It's a culinary art. It is. Well, I mean, yeah. you consume It's the dark, dark culinary arts. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because I guess it would have just started with, like, you know, like, boiling some leaves or mm. whatever. Like, that's how you would have extracted coca mm. or something like that. You know, maybe, like, in butter. I think that's how they do it with marijuana. Well, gonna... there was way too many nouns in that sentence for me to understand. Like coca, like they do with butter, like marijuana. Yeah, you know, with marijuana, when, they, when they're extracting the THC from it. That's why they always make it into cookies or something like that, because you got to cook it in butter. And the THC comes out because it's more of like an oily type oh, thing. Oh, okay. It comes out into the butter. And then the, a lot of people just discard <clears throat> the leaf. You cook marijuana in butter. Yeah. No wonder it's so good. Yeah. <sighs> Everything that's cooked in butter is delicious. Yeah, exactly. It's probably just the butter that's giving you the buzz. Being out of those guilt-free. <laughs> you're, on a, you're on a butter high. <laughs> butter buzz. Mmm, butter buzz. Yeah. Get my butter buzz on. Um. Uh, no, there's something there, Alistair. Is there something? Is there something in the idea of like sort of dark cookery, or or this transporting things through oh, the yeah. orifices? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, def- that's definitely a sketch. Yeah, um, and it could it could could take the the form of like a police training thing where they're trying to like in inform the airport security about you know new ways that people are. Uh, smuggling things in we could we could <laughs> we could um we could do a whole th- like like get really get into it like like you've got to watch out for small children right because there was this thing mm. where like uh a small child um coming into uh in in, in you know it was later discovered that the small child was actually a smaller child right mm. and the entire like head of the child was just solid cocaine. Yeah, right. And and then, you know, if you'd, if you'd taken the head off the child, you would have seen a smaller child underneath. If you'd smiled at the child. Yeah. <laughs> smiled the, at the child. The child would have, wouldn't have been able to help smiling. Mm. And then it would have cracked the cracked outer the- facade, <laughs> which was just a still unsuspect... Unsus- Unflinching? No, un- no, like a still... Un, what's the something that you don't suspect? Oh, un unsuspicious. Unsuspicious. That doesn't feel like a word, does it? Child's head. In 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 innocuous. I guess innocuous. The, has anyone tried the fake head? Just like it's a non-moving <laughs> head. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, just it, it is. It's just a non-moving. <laughs> Sort of close enough looking human head. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then, <laughs> I, and these are just the attempts that didn't work. But just it's so like doesn't look right. Well, I think this is funny it's- to see this person being taken in and given like the cavity search. And, you know, it's clearly a fake head. But, the you know, they're getting yeah. the regular pat down and all that sort of stuff. No one looks in the head. No one looks in the head. <laughs> no one ever even suspects that. We've looked inside everything. 
every orifice. And then there was nothing in there, so you're free to go, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, Thank you. <laughs> Wait, hang on. I gotta drink this. Or more. even, or even, you could have an entire like, an, you know, just just make your head look bigger, right? So it's a whole extra layer of head, right? An extra good, you know, thank s- you, good centimeter or two of head mm. packed out over the top of your regular head. Sure. So it's just what, like, fake skin kind of, like thing. a mask or whatever, and then yeah. just like a layer of cocaine. But just like prosthetics, you you probably yeah. absorb some of it through the skin. Could be yeah. quite an interesting flight. I mean, it'd be good if it was in baggies or something. Yeah, like that. it would yeah. be. But I'm picturing it loose. Every yeah. single time we've been talking about it, I'm picturing <laughs> it loose. Just so you know. Yeah. Great. Even even the little clumps under the eyelids. Yeah, just loose. <laughs> yeah, how is it staying in a clump and not getting absorbed by the? My closest association with the world of cocaine smuggling, I'm imagining, I think I saw an episode of, or I saw that movie Traffic or something like that, yeah. or maybe it was a James Bond, I can't remember, but something where they'd sort of plasticized it somehow and turned it into um, like toys. Or toys. Like that, yeah. So I'm just picturing you can just do that with cocaine easily. Yeah. Now, I realize that was a fictional representation. Sure. And plasticizing stuff. Mm. It's probably not really a thing that happens in the real world. Uh, I reckon, you know, it's it, you'd probably use pill binding agents. I'd use egg whites. Egg whites. Yeah. Well, that's good too. I mean, mm. so you don't want your people who are taking your cocaine getting Get salmonella. salmonella. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but you know, you know, like pill binding agents. Mm. You know, pills, they don't, they, they're not that far from being a bit like, you know, a chalky toy. Hmm. You know? Yeah, a chalky toy. You know, chalky toys. But then, but then, what about Advil? You look at that—the the one with the candy coating. Oh, is that? Was that? A, what is that? It's was that like, like a little sugar, sugar on the outside? Or yeah, something? I think so. Yeah, you know, but that that looks like a toy. Mm, you know, you, I'd play with that. I'd play with. That. <laughs> <laughs> it kept me going for hours. Kept um, me entertained. All right, we've we've done this idea. I think. <laughs> I think. Did we actually have an idea for Rumpelstiltskin? I just wrote down. It's Rumpelstiltskin gets a gets an office job. Yeah, you know, I, and I think you would have to explain it within there. You know that either this is some alternate history, mm. some you know, um, where he just is a bit more reasonable, like mm. he was kind of raised right, maybe, mm-hmm. and uh, his his parents paid more attention to him. Exactly. And and they taught him, you know, Mister and Missus Stiltskin. Yeah, them b- both being people who come from a line of people who, if you mm. know their name, you r- they rip themselves in half. They kind of have learned to become a bit more yeah. reasonable humans. Yeah. Um. Is there is there something in uh, a gym offering the Rumpelstiltskin workout? Right. Which is basically where you you do build up your mm. arms hugely and you let the chest wither. So that you are strong enough to tear yourself apart? <laughs> I'm strong enough to tear myself apart. I mean, but then the the part is where do you get a where do you get a grip? Well that's why you've got to be able to plunge your fingers into the sternum or like get into that yeah. chest cavity somehow. I reckon you could you get well, under you can get, get under, under those ribs. bottom ribs. I reckon that's the weak point. You get yeah. in under there. You if 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 you're oh. sort of <laughs> Weak enough in the in that muscle near the diaphragm, yeah, but strong enough in your fingers, and you keep your fingers pretty pointy as well, <laughs> like with nails. No, nah, not necessarily. Just, just, just like, <laughs> just, just the muscles at the bottom of the finger, yeah, are real bulky, yeah. But the muscles at the top of the finger, not so strong. I love that. 
whilst you definitely do want to tear open your own <laughs> chest and be able to pull yourself apart, you don't want to have like sort of gross nails. Well, there was a there <laughs> that was would, a, that would be super helpful for cutting through skin. There was a thought in my mind of basically like I don't think na- human nails are really that good for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. And the risk there is that you'd break your nails and you'd actually like, I feel like the string skin might win in that situation and your sure. nails just kind of um, bend back or something. And that's very painful. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that might throw you off from your, your objective of tearing yourself apart. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There was it. There was it. There, there was definitely a lot of thinking that went into yeah. it. But did you think about maybe getting that human a cuttlefish? Like, you know, like a, mm. one of those little white bits of cuttlefish and that they just kind of keep filing their nails. So I think they would keep growing, but then you keep filing them into the right way. So maybe they would get, you gain a bit more. strengthen them like a yeah. bird does with its beak. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that, I don't know what the they're doing is strengthening them, whether they're just shortening them, stopping them from overgrowing. Have you ever seen a bird's beak get overgrown? No. Is that a thing? Yeah, that would happen to our budgie. Did it look messed up? Looks a bit messed up. So the beak keeps growing. Yeah. Because I guess the beak is the tooth, but the tooth doesn't keep growing. No. I guess the beak is like a beak. The beak is like a beak. It is a bit like a fingernail then. Yeah. Is, like it, is, it, is it fingernail material, the beak? You know what? I don't Ch- know. Chitin? Chitin. It could be. I mean, Ch- it feels like it is somewhere between a tooth and a thing. It's kind of, it's got that, it's got a bit of texture on it that kind of has a mm. bit of turtle shell about it. Mm. You know? Um, whatever. Maybe it's turtle shell. Could be turtle shell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Birdle shell. There you go. <laughs> Alistair, I just want to um, interrupt the podcast here with a little pre-recorded ad for harrys.com forward slash think tank. Harry's are precision engineered, smooth, smoothest, smoothest, smooth razors that mm-hmm. you can get, which are going to change your life. Alistair, I shaved with a Harry's razor last night and yeah. I feel like a new man. Andy, you resemble a newborn. Thank you. Yeah. Except for my moustache, right? But my chin, you know, my my... My my mid mouth down. Yeah, no, you, you resemble a newborn walrus. <laughs> is what I was saying before you cut me off. Exactly. Now, listeners of our podcast, they can go to harrys.com forward slash think tank and they can get an amazing deal, right? Because Harry's, it's it's convenient, right? They'll send their razors right to your house. But if you want to get started, you go and you get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave, weighted ergonomic handle, five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Oh. You, use, you know about this trimmer blade? I use it every single time. It's the yeah. best. Yeah, that little bit on the other side, you get up in under the nostril there. You ever tried going back to a regular razor after using that, that trimmer blade? You can't. I never would. I never would because I'm on Harry's. It's it's so insufficient. You show up at your parents' place, you forgot about that travel pack. They only have those disposable razors that don't have the trimmer blade. Mm. Suddenly you're walking around with like a, you know, just like the beginnings of a Hitler mustache under your mm. nose. That's you don't that's not what you want. No, no, no. That you you're you're in the process of sliding into the far right. That's Harry's right. isn't going to let that happen. No. Um they've got the rich lathering, lathering. What a word. Shave gel. Comes out as a gel, rub it on. It's a foam. It's so easy. It's so it smells so good. And you get to witness that that phase transition from gel to foam. Oh yeah, that's Be a really good it. moment. Yeah. Where does all that air come from? I don't know. Out of your face? It must be. Must it's got to be coming from somewhere. Uh, you've got the travel blade cover, right? 
I wonder if it's carbonated. Maybe it's carbonated. Oh, it could be. And the Travel Blade cover, we know that how you feel about the Travel Blade cover. Listeners of our podcast can redeem their trial set at harrys.com forward slash think tank. Make sure you go to harrys.com forward slash think tank to redeem your offer and let them know we sent you to support the show. Now, back to the podcast. Do you think, do you think humans could grow beaks? Oh, I mean, it would be good. You know? Think, I mean, what – do you think it would be better than lips? It would be better than lips, wouldn't it? Well – Okay, plastic cutlery, we we know that's bad, yeah. right? It's getting into the oceans. We're trying to get rid of it, mm-hmm. right? I think uh, the obvious way around this is a beak, you know? If everybody has a beak, you can you can put that straight in, you know? That, look at the hummingbird. Yeah. Look at that beautiful long beak specialized for, like, dipping into uh, those really long mm. um, tubular flowers, right? Sure. Now- Imagine a human beak. It would be specifically designed for getting into those um, those takeaway noodle boxes, oh, right? Yeah. So you won't miss any of the the stuff down in the none bottom. None of the there. rice. None, none of the yeah. None of those noodles that are all soy saucy right down the bottom. Would it do corners. that thing like the dog's tongue? Have you ever seen a slowed down version of the dog's tongue where it seems like they're catching, but they're catching water like underneath the tongue, like it's yeah, it bends backwards, ba- backwards, and then Amazing. it's bringing it up like exactly an ele- the opposite of what I would have thought that. Dog's tongue did. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But um, at first when you said beak and you were like, well, no, you won't have to use utensils. But then I, I was just picturing, you know, like when you see a, a bird, like a parrot or something like that, pick up just like a, a seed mm. with that beak and then they kind of like poke it with that gross tongue. Oh, the tongue is so dry. It's so dry. <laughs> Get some moisturizer in there. How about some saliva? I guess you can't keep the saliva in when you've got a beak. You need lips. It looks a little bit scoopy. Too much to ask to have a beak with lips. Ah, now we're talking. <laughs> Best of both worlds, exactly. right? All right. The beak with lips. <laughs> now. So And it, that's and would you would you add that to birds or would you add a beak to humans? I'm adding a beak to humans because I'm trying to solve this cutlery issue. Yeah, I'm not sure it's working the cutlery thing. This is really more of a tongue. These are like you're talking about these are huge uh, advances in tongue technology is what you're really doing, right? No, no, because like you, you, you get the beak in. You can just scoot, you poke your beak into the into the container or whatever it yep. is, and you you pick up the stuff with your beak. And I mean, putting lips on the beak does undermine this a little bit. I was thinking because it's not fleshy, mm. right? You aren't going to get burned or whatever by hot foods. What about your dry tongue? Your dry tongue? Well, it's dry. It doesn't get burned. Dry things don't burn. <laughs> As we know from <laughs> from, from bushfires, <laughs> too dry to burn. At the moment, we're discovering that Australia, the drought, it's now too dry to burn. Oh, they were right. We shouldn't have done anything about the climate. We just broke over to the other <laughs> we side. We pushed through. We pushed through onto so dry that it can't burn. Some some part of me is like. I, that would be so good. If there was a way that we could get, we could push through. We just need to get the, because you, you think about it, it's, look, it's not inconceivable, right? That yeah. we put enough carbon dioxide into the atmosphere that suddenly all the plants are thriving, right? Mm. And they, 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 they take the carbon dioxide out. Oh, but then we're back where we started. Yeah. Okay. But I have heard about this one though, the albedo effect. Have you heard of this? No. Right? The, the planet heats up, right? More water evaporates. More clouds in the atmosphere reflects more sunlight. Planet cools down. <laughs> Albedo effect. Is that a real one, or is no, that no, like it's a real a, effect? Yeah, it's a real effect. But 
I got a feeling it's not going to do it. Not going to save us. In also, this everything's going to be. It's going to be so humid. Yeah, which is a worse kind of. Oh, heat. so worse. <laughs> this is the thing. Global global heating. Yeah. That hasn't cut through. People haven't. That hasn't scared people. Global humidity. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Now we'll get some action. Exactly. Finally, we love. Oh, there's no respite from the heat. <laughs> I just so my clothes are sticking to me. Global humidity. Write that down. Yeah. Yeah. Rebranding global because I the Guardian newspaper news website they yeah. recently just the last couple of days they said they were going to change the language they're using around um, climate change mm. to be climate crisis or climate emergency. And global heating instead of global warming, because they actually think that that reflects better the reality of what's happening and uh, and the seriousness of it. Yeah, right. right? But I think global hum- humidifying mm. is even more has even more cut through. Sure, I mean that it'll be great for people who have those like allergies or whatever, and they uh, know, and the, the air is a bit too dry for them. They have that yeah. dry cough. <laughs> is, that, mm. is that people with allergies? Um, well, I remember one of the guys in. Uh, in South Park had it, you know, so, uh, Kyle's cousin came to stay with them. It's a, the air is a bit dry. Uh, I, I, you know, the air is very, it's very dry in here. It it's be, really annoying. It would be, be great to get that guy to tra- transport drugs across the, <laughs> across the state lines. Oh, yeah. Nobody's taken him into a small room. Mm-hmm. Maybe. What if you can turn drugs into a gas? If you can plasticize them, maybe you can gasify them. Put them in a balloon. Gasify them and then put them up into your butt. <laughs> and then you fart them out when you, you fart get them out when you get there. <laughs> <laughs> gas doesn't show up on an X-ray. No. They're looking for solids. They're looking for solids. The fools. Couldn't, could you drink it? Breathe it in. Drink it all. No, keep it in your lungs. Yeah, breathe it in. <gasps> Hold it in there. Hold your breath for the duration oh, of the flight. Is there a way that maybe you could get this? Is this will be mm. super tricky? Put the drugs into your veins. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. You have, you have, yeah, you have. <laughs> I'll be transporting it inside my veins. I'll be injecting it into me. <laughs> no, but you could have like a bottle, like a little cylinder that it's a cylinder of oxygen that looks like a mobile phone, right? Okay. It's perfect, right. right? And it connects perfect. to this watch that you have that connects to your wrist. Yep. Right? And the watch is actually got a little thing that goes into your vein mm-hmm. and then takes this canister of oxygen and just keeps oxygenating your blood. Yes. Like that. So you don't need to breathe. Okay. Okay? Because your blood is just instead of getting its oxygen from the lungs, it's, it's getting from your wrist. From getting your it from watch. your wrist. Your wrist watch. Yeah. And you're holding your phone. Everyone's already holding their phone all the time. That's not suspicious. That's not suspicious. Lots of people wear watches. Exactly. Usually they don't have both of them because you look at it's that's a, I'd be like, why don't guy got his phone out it's if a he's Fitbit. got a watch? It's a Fitbit. See. Oh, fix right. it. Yeah, you did. Oh, right. It's an Apple Watch. Now, <laughs> Alistair, dare I suggest yeah. that there is the alternative of just keeping the drugs inside the canister that looks like a mobile phone sure. instead of keeping them in your lungs. But they're going to find that really suspicious. Well, how? Well, eh? well, I mean, <laughs> how's that any more suspicious than the current scenario? Well, because they're never going to find the drugs in your lungs. Sure. But if they're not going to find that the phone is a canister of oxygen. No, no, no. They, I'm saying that they might. Okay. But then you don't have, then they take it away your oxygen. <laughs> yeah, but they have to give it back. 
when they realize that you haven't done anything wrong. It's all, and while, but it's connected into your your veins. How long are they taking it away for to check uh, it? Eh? We don't know, but just <laughs> you just go. All right, sir. Nothing that we found that there was nothing suspicious about your phone that looks like <laughs> your, your canister of oxygen that looks like a phone. So we're going to reconnect it to your watch, which is plugged into your veins here, <laughs> and send you on your way. Good, 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 good. Oh, that's wait. Good. No, wait, just just say, just say, oh, we found there's nothing wrong with your phone that has a oxygen canister <laughs> attached to it that attaches to, attaches to your phone. Just say okay. that. Uh, we found that there's nothing wrong with your phone that has an oxygen canister in it that attaches to your watch or something like that. God, give it back. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> we will because we can't think of any reason not to. <laughs> Excellent. Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Well. <laughs> He's also got gas in his butt. Drugs as farts. Gas, gas jet. I mean, some drugs are gas, right? What's that? What's that one? Nitrous. Nitrous oxide. Oxide. Imagine that trying to, <laughs> trying to transport nitrous oxide over international lines. Um, is, it, is that the laughing gas? It's the one that's available from baking stores. That people. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> What's the one that's laughing gas? Is that nitrous? I think, yeah, it's also nitrous. Same thing? Because yeah. imagine how much funnier. Farts are already funny. Mm. But if you were farting laughing gas. At a high pitch? Is that? Oh, no, that one doesn't do a high pitch. No, no. At <laughs> a high pitch? High pitch fart? I mean, but if you were to fart helium, mm. does it make your farts higher pitched? I imagine. Probably. How high pitch could they go? How do we not know this? This is absolutely uh, some... Some YouTube slash mm. science prank guys, mm. you know, thing. And then it's just a bunch of Hello, guys. They're you're all... watching the YouTube, YouTube slash science prank guy. Yeah. And then they're, 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 they're psh, like helium up their butt like that. Psh, like that. And then. And then they're farting. Yeah. That mm. was really high pitched. That Thanks. was like, that sounded otherworldly. Yeah. That's maybe what it would be like to fart on Jupiter. <laughs> fart on Jupiter. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It'd be so dense in Jupiter. You think so? I think the gas is very dense. What about you? in the outer parts? You know, just as you're falling in. Mm, you're right. You know? There'd be a point. You know, you're you're suddenly fading into the very wide gas. Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly. Yeah. Because I think that would be falling into Jupiter. That would be, it wouldn't be very sudden. Because you'd first. Falling into Jupiter. Yeah. Text George. Falling into Jupiter. Mm. How about this one? Wait, it's very similar. Drops of Jupiter. Oh, Yeah. Now she's back from her soul vacation, tracing her way through the constellation. Yeah. She's back from her soul vacation. I think that's right. Tracing her way through the what? Constellation. constellation. Tracing her way. 
think so. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know you, how seem I to, you seem to really know. But I, I, I'm probably wrong as well, you know. I know, but I don't know because I'm probably wrong. Alistair, should we do three words? I think so. I guess we're there. Yeah, we're there. I mean, glo- global humidifying doesn't have a huge idea attached to it. I mean, it does have... But I think uh, it's attached to <clears throat> a broader thing of people trying to explain global warming in yeah. a way that um, people, more people will relate to. I think it's worth remembering. And it's worth. Here's a thing yeah. that is real sad, right? Okay. I was talking to my dad the other day oh. and he was like, I know, <laughs> and he was like, he said something about it being a really nice day. And I said, yeah, uh, but it's winter over here, right? And I was like, yeah, but I can't really enjoy nice days anymore because I just think about global warming. Mm. And he was like, oh, really? And I was like, well, yeah, I imagined everyone felt that way. That like yeah. <laughs> now whenever it's like winter or it's supposed to be cold and it's a nice day, I'm depressed. Because somehow... <laughs> reversed like the fact that my generation can't enjoy nice days anymore mm. is already so tragic yeah and but but for my dad like i don't think he made that association in his head but is there a chance that maybe throughout his life he's had nice days in the winter and oh. and been like oh this is just normal yeah that's why he, yeah no totally and, mm. and and that's exactly what it would have been yeah. And, and that's exactly probably what it still is a, a lot of the time. Yeah. But feels like there's way too many nice days this winter. And <laughs> it's making me sad. We're then, going to stop calling them nice days. All right? We're going to be start start calling them red flag days. Well, what, Andy, I think what we're coming close to is the nice date complex. Wait, <laughs> let me say that. Try that again. <laughs> nice day polyps. What about just nice day getting? Nice day getting. Yeah. Yeah. So soon there's going to be so many nice days. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that could be all that's going to happen from from Global climate warming? change? It's just like, it's just going to be back-to-back nice days. It's going to be like LA all the time. But, but I think that's a problem. Is it? I think that's going to be a problem because I think LA doesn't have any water. This is a problem with LA. There's no water. They're trying to pipe water from all over California to get water to LA because yeah. it never rains. Yeah, right. Right? And that'd be the rest of the world. Yeah. But we won't be on a fault line. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. No um, probs. Look, I'm going to write down. Nice I think, day I think there's, 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 a ni- there's an idea in there. I don't think we quite got nice. Yeah. Sure. Get on. Um, three words? Three words. Today's three words come from our Patreon, $3 Patreon supporter, Mr. Fred Rhodes. Fred. Hi, Fred. Thank you so much. Great name. Great name. Great to have you on board. Great to have you in every single way that we can have you. Great to have you in our lives. In our lives, Fred. Peripherally. Cheers, Fred. Cheers, Fred. Well... Andy, and then the three words. Are you ready for them? Yeah. They are pay. Mm-hmm. Andy's. Yes. Mortgage. <laughs> I wonder if we, we, we recently got another review on iTunes at the show. Yeah. Five stars just said, Andy has financial issues. Was the entire <laughs> review. Uh, we appreci- I wonder if that was Fred. <laughs> that, 
And I want you to know that those reviews still mean so much. I mean, you can say a nice thing about the podcast, or you can not say anything at all, or you can say... Yeah, the deepest truth. The deepest truth of all, <laughs> that Andy's financial problems are not have not yet been solved. Um, hey, look, we're going to be employed by next week. I know. So imagine know. that. We're back it's, on track. It's been two months, two and a half months? Yeah, it's going to be in quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> Had a few, had a few little sources of income along the way. Oh, you know, comedy festival, comedy festival went okay at the end there. Yeah, it did really it did. Uh, picked up. Yeah, I mean, don't work it out on a like an hourly basis, but no, no. no. But in terms of like, if on a on a on a per second basis for the second in which the money was coming into my bank account, yeah. it was a very good payday for me when the money suddenly came into. Your yes, bank account. well, that was that that was that one was. But also bit. that that IP exists forever. I mean, one day we're potentially going to film it, mm. and there you go, and that's another place. It could go international. Yeah, remember we we were going to do the Fringe Festival. We might not be going to do the Fringe Festival anymore. Yeah, we might be just going to be doing a run at the studio. Yeah. But we still have that registration money that we put aside for the festival. Oh, did we? Yeah. What are we going to do with that? Well, Alistair. We could pay, use that party. to pay for, for filming it. Yeah, could do. <laughs> Be, we're on the way. It's a start. It's a start. Anyway, there you go. Sorry, just some thoughts that you didn't need to hear. Oh, my God. So sorry. Okay, pay Andy's <laughs> mortgage. We, we really went into a private conversation. Um, pay Andy's mortgage. Yeah. All right. I mean, what if... Okay, can I run on this as a political campaign? Sure. Right. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? This. This. This will be my thing. I'm running for for government, mm. and my platform is that I will use taxpayer money to pay my mortgage. <laughs> Wait, and well, also like once I get this job, I'll be able to pay my mortgage. Yes. But and then once mine is paid off, I'll be able to help all of you pay your mortgages. I think. I mean, that's not a. It's not a terrible idea, right? <laughs> I'll. I'll work. I'll work with charities mm. and uh, angel investors and uh, philanthropists. Mm. Mm. Public-private partnerships to pay all our mortgages. Is it philanthropists? No, it's philanthropists. <laughs> Ropists. Yeah, I think so. Philanthropy. It's oh. not philanthropy. Oh, great. Philanthropy. Thropy, thropy, thropy. <laughs> I'll call George. Thropy just—it sounds like a description of a penis, doesn't it? Thropy. It was very thropy. I mean, I guess you're just thinking of it floppy. Well, yeah, but uh, also the 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 fabric that's around it and that sort of thing, I think, gets used the thr. Oh yeah, you know the zipper, all of that. That's probably sort of stuff. what a penis sounds like when it when you're running. Yes. Throp, 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 throp. Throppy. Throppy. <laughs> they had a mic down there. Yeah. yeah which we did. will for the next episode. Okay, that's what, that's what the bonus, the Patreon bonus episodes are. Oh, we're going to mic up our genitals. And then go running and see if they're throppy. I'm putting money on yes. Um, so this, if, if, if I'm running for government, I had a little side idea there, which is that like, you're a, imagine you're a politician, right? And... I'm wondering if there's any way that you could sort of get elected twice, right? So, you know, mm. these days a lot of people have to have a second job, right, in order to meet all their bills. What if a politician mm. also has to be another politician, like has to be, has to have two seats basically think, in order to... Yeah, or well, he's like, look, he's complaining about the, the 
the wage is not going up mm. for politicians. He says, I've had, I'm a federal politician and I've recently had to also join, uh, either the state or my local council. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a mayor as well yeah. in the evenings. <laughs> I mean, we're laughing, yeah. but is that actually funny enough to be anything? <laughs> right. I've had to become the politician of another country as well. Yeah. Or a smaller country. I'm, a, I'm also, I'm also a politician of Fiji. It's a conflict of interest, but. But sure. Or, or or maybe just a member of the opposition as well. Right? Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, you, I've got to be... Is that anything that's fun? Because then It's you not can, enough to be just a member of one party anymore. Because I think it's like then you can you can have that moment where he's asking a question or whatever. And then he has to walk over to, to walk the other side. Lectured and-, and we're like, Mr. Speaker, <laughs> Mr. Speaker, can I address the question of the member for Higgins? Uh, <laughs> and he runs over. <laughs> that, gen- that is a very accurate representation of the state of our parliament. There's yeah. Some people say, Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker, and then someone else going, <laughs> <laughs> That is all it has been for the last... Probably 20 years. <clears throat> and maybe before that as well. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah. The politician. Yeah, has to take on extra has roles. to take to... on other seat mm. Mm. to pay mortgage. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a bloody joke, isn't it? Because they're always giving themselves pay rises anyway. Well, How he's complaining about when he's... they took away um, penalty rates and gave themselves a pay rise at the same time. Oh, but that's independent. That's independent. Yeah, so you're right. That penalty rates, uh, yeah. the Fair Work uh, Tribunal. But they, no, but that's what they, no, the argument they always use for when their when their wages go up. They go, oh, well, it's an independent body. Yeah, that does you're that. right. Yeah. You know, oh, okay, good. But you still voted for it, didn't you? You still yeah. approved it. Yeah. Like it doesn't <laughs> doesn't happen against your will. No. <laughs> um, also, last thing I wanted to say before I guess I go through the sketches is that I've been thinking about. The harshness of the Scottish accent recently. Oh yeah, because big I've, theme of this podcast. Yeah, and I've been sorry I've, about this, Rory. I've been listening to uh, a history of the English language podcast, and that vowel shift I keep suspecting didn't occur in Scotland. I still mm. don't have any proof that it that it didn't, but uh, this is when it went when we went from uh, Old English to Middle English, right? We're this is ca- the thing. It's so hard to know what people sounded like in the past. Oh, it's very hard. But there, there's, there's ways. Is it? Well, there's sort of ways because you, you, you go back to root languages. and But you don't know what they sounded like. Well, you can based on how the other languages evolved from alongside them. it from them and things like mm. that. And you can see where there's been shifts. You can't know exactly what it sounded like, but you can get an idea. Well, they complete- there was an episode of The X-Files where a reed was brushing against a pot that somebody was doing some uh, pottery, mm. right? And it acted like the stylus of a re- recording device and it engraved the sound of Jesus talking into the edge of a pot. And then when they played that pot back, God knows how they knew which pot to play back. Anyway, they <laughs> played, the, played the pot back this- and it uh, brought the dead back to life or something. Oh, my God. But then they go... Is that the pot that was there when when Jesus was speaking? I better keep this. I I was making this pot while Jesus was speaking. I better pl- I better play the pot, <laughs> just in case. I better keep this in case in the future there's some way to play pots. <laughs> play a pot back. <laughs> I don't know what these words mean. At the moment. <laughs> what does play even mean? Mm. Play back. 
So that big vowel shift where mm. I keep saying that uh, Scotland didn't go through it. Mm. Apparently, when vowel we, movement. Uh, when we when we went, I reckon if we look back to me talking about vowel shifts in the past. You will have made that joke. In yeah, the I think it's very, very, very likely. Um, so we went from Old English to Middle English. There was a huge vowel shift because that was the Latin. It was vowel the, movement. It was from the last time <laughs> that Britain was invaded around the 1300s, mm. the Normandy invasion, and for like 300 years, all the vowels had to retreat to Scotland. No, all the harsh vowels. Yeah. No, uh, there was. The leadership of England was all French people for yeah, however three hundred years. Wild, and so then it shifted during that time. It shifted all the the the, the sound of the vowels, and I reckon Scotland didn't shift. <laughs> Maybe the Normans weren't in there. Is this, go to is this entirely your own theory? This is my theory. <laughs> Have you seen it replicated anywhere else? I haven't just... seen anybody talk about it yet, no. but I'm, I'm waiting to hear it. I'm waiting. I'm just. I'm trying to come up with this theory on my on my own. And then I'm waiting to, 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 to see whether... Well, this is exactly... You've got to publish this theory, right? Publish or perish. This is what happened to Charles Darwin, right? Did he perish? It, yeah, he oh perished. Oh, my God, Darwin is dead. <laughs> God damn you, 2016! It's the, by the way, it's the year 2019, if you're listening to this in the future. Yeah, well, you haven't uploaded a really late episode or something like that. Anyway, we should stop. Okay, i got to do the um, run through the sketch ideas. Okay. Okay. This is a the first one is sort of a mixture of pick your battles, mm. and and you pick your battles, but not necessarily a battle that you you think you'll definitely win, but one that's kind of convenient, like it's a yeah. good commute away, and that's why we uh, this person has picked the battle of the nine to five mm-hmm. war. Mm-hmm. It's just a war you can you can work five days a week for forty hours and then go back home, spend time with your family. Sometimes like it gets to the end of the day and you're in the middle of like some sort of melee one on one bayonet fight with yeah. another thing and you'll stick around to finish that maybe right maybe but then but you're clocking overtime yeah but then there'll also be times on fridays where it'll just be there'll be friday drinks <laughs> and you won't really do work for the last three hours or so <laughs> and you you know you you really should be killing the people on the other side but what you're doing is really you're fraternizing yeah yeah which is important as well because that builds bonds and that makes you stronger as a that's right army and it means that you're more excited about coming to work on Monday. Yeah. Well, the greatest weapon of all is friendship. That's right. Then we've got uh, Rumpelstiltskin. You know, he's not he's not a guy living on the edge. I think a um I think a a a, uh, a corporate style personnel review, like individual performance review, but mm. for someone in a nine-to-five war would also be quite funny to see. I think that, I think that would be you really know, funny. Call someone into your office and talk about the, you know, how they don't really seem very motivated or... I think that's good. Whatever it is. Yeah. I think showing up late. Showing up late, leaving early. Mm. Um, because we're all in this together. You too, know? too long the toilet breaks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes you have a job and you just go sit on the toilet for like... Oh, man. You just go like... This is- sometimes I'm, it's like I'm not even going to the toilet. I put the top lid down. I'm just <laughs> sitting there. I just, I just got to close my eyes. <laughs> just run out the clock. Are we both talking about engineering? Yeah. 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 That's right. Um, Rumpelstiltskin gets an office job. Again, this is just another office job sketch. Mm. But uh, it's instead of you know living on the edge and get trying to get people to guess his name and which once they say it he goes <laughs> so abstract this idea. Um, he uh, he instead just comes up with a fake name because yeah. he was raised right properly. This one, anyway. 
Then we got new frontiers and orifice drug hiding. Mm. Um, and so just new places to hide drugs in your hidey holes. Yeah. Um, you know, up in the, the ear trough, mm. under the eyelids, in your pores, um, mostly pimples. nostrils. So you get Bacne. a nas- nasal bacne. So. Bacne. Oh, mm. bacne. No one's going to go near that. Nah. Nah. Oh, you see those videos of people squeezing boils. You can fit a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. How about this? You know, you, like you said, with that, you make you turn it into toys or whatever. You could just turn it into flaky sort of um, like foot skin. Yeah. Like you've got psoriasis or yes. something like and that. And then you get there and you get your pet egg and you shave it all off. Mm-hmm. Right? You just put it in water like you, yeah. like they do in that movie and then yeah. it, just, it just turns to dust again. Love it. Love it so much. Love it. Um I think got, the James Bond one that I was thinking of, they dissolved it all in in petrol, transporting really? it in, in petrol tankers. Oh, that's a good yeah. idea. I mean, if you could do that. Mm. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. You wouldn't have to put it in your body. you just put it in a big truck. Yeah. It's so much easier. <laughs> you could carry a lot more. You get heaps. And there was no truck chance of the truck getting high because of... Um, trucks can't get high. Trucks can't get high. But what if they did? This sounds like a Shusher <laughs> episode. <laughs> I do have to come up with an idea for this week's one. Wow, yeah. yeah. I think there's something to that. <laughs> you know, and then and then and then it wouldn't just be you have to be breathalyzed when you get pulled over by the cops. That's right. Your car also they has to get They got to put the little bre- that little breathalyzer in the in the tailpipe. <laughs> yeah. Can you go yeah. You rev for us. Um then we've got uh, the beak with lips, which is just mm. Which is just like the... It's a replacement for cutlery. Well, I don't know if that's the case, but... I can't believe you're resisting I don't this. see that at all, but... That's insane to eh? me. So that you don't see that at all. But but do do we also change our customs completely where it's okay to just stick your face in a yes. bowl? Yes. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, I guess it would also diversify kissing, wouldn't it? Mm. <laughs> kissing would involve a lot more of this kind of sound. But I thought the lips would soften that. No, oh, but you remove the lips apart, you pull them back yeah. to fully reveal the beak. <laughs> oh, the point. Oh, underneath the lip, do you think there'd be that beak point? Mm. Oh, or, yeah. or do you think the lip would just come to a point? No, I think there's a pointy beak. I want a pointy beak. But then but then wouldn't there be that scenario where... Where you bite your lip? Where you, well, you just put your beak through your lip all the time. No, well, that's like with teeth. You don't do that with teeth. Yeah, a lot of animals that. have people got really... through. People well, but you down. don't do it all the time. No, not all the time. No. But then it's not a super sharp beak that's pointing right into your lips. I just think like, there's a lot of animals that have got real sharp teeth, right? And yeah. they don't not putting them through their lips all the time. Yeah, but I, I was picturing this This point was like under the, you know, like just hanging over the point like a sheath or something like that. Oh, that's a terrible idea. Well, that's a bad design. That's why, why would you picture saying, that? Well, I, I'm just explaining why I, it seems so dangerous. Nah, you're bad at imagining. No, I was is. really good. But you're, you're, I guess you're picturing it kind of sticking out a bit like a narwhal's, yeah. like a narwhal's yeah, teeth, yeah. tooth yeah, or you've whatever. Yeah, you've got a bit of – and I think if you stretched your lips, you could fully cover it. Yeah. Right? But you, where they default sit is just back a little bit. Yeah. Like a foreskin. There should be a restaurant where you can go where you can have a beak. Yeah. Well, we did the restaurant last week where you could be a warthog. Yeah. Well. Root out the food with your tusks. Yeah. 
I mean, just different different restaurants where you can just go in and just be different pets. I think for- is it, there's a, there's a, there's a it's definitely possible that we could you could because you could, they they do those um, mouth guards right that are mm. like molded to your teeth. Why yeah. not get one made that is basically then just sticks out like a beak? Yeah. It doesn't have to be very big, but basically sits inside your mouth and you have the top and bottom halves of a beak. Yeah. And you can live with a beak. Yeah. And then you could have that like that. And then for a day, you just get put in a little cage mm. and your food's, your food's in a little seed, seed area, like one of those seed sort of feeds. Yeah, I get and it. And then you can, you can swing on one of those little <laughs> things that only like strippers really do. Or circus people, and you drink from that little water thing like that. But you yeah. know, it could it could be champagne or whatever. You know. Oh wow! So it's a real treat. Yeah, poop, poop on the on the oh, newspaper. On the, on the newspaper there. Yeah. Someone comes and takes that away. Yeah. That's a life. That's a real life. Yeah. You, no. you you ever look at a bird in a cage and think, oh yes, he's well, got it figured out. Well, we don't know. We don't know if they're happy. No. There's no way of knowing. No. Uh, maybe the that thing where they pull out all their own feathers and then start pecking at their skin. It could be a sign of joy. You could you could do that. You could do that. Um, got global global humidifying. I mean, that explains mm. itself. Then oh, it, it absolutely does. And there's gas drugs in lungs and butt. And, <laughs> and that's where you also have your oxygen in your phone that's attached to your yeah. wrist. That, uh, it's a real good system. <laughs> that, that, that pumps oxygen straight into your blood. <laughs> Uh, nice. Honestly, if if someone can figure that out, so that we don't have to use our lungs anymore, and all we can get our oxygen from our phone, I think that'll be a big hit. Andy, there's absolutely a startup somewhere trying to Mm. do that right now. Mm. This this breathing, this breathing is it's a burden. It's I mean, it's troublesome because I, I know it's mostly automatic, but sometimes you, you do think about it. I'm doing it now. You've made me think about it. Oh, now I've got to do this myself. Now I've got to forget about it. So Manual that, override. So that, so that uh, 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 the auto- automative, automation can take over. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Well, that's a bit of mine that I'm thinking about doing. Yeah. Politician who has to take on another seat to pay for his mortgage because mm. of the price of houses has gone up so much. Price of houses. He's the one he's the first one who acknowledges that there's a real problem like the people mm. uh, you know especially the people who don't have houses. Um anyway, what a sketch. What a sketch. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast two in the think tank with me, Andy and him, Alastair Tremblay, Birchall, George William. Um, we really do appreciate it. We unbelievably appreciate it. Oh, we forgot it. to do the rest of the Harry's ad. Oh, well, we can do it now. We can do it now. The mid-roll. Mm-hmm. That means that we still have to go for another hour and six minutes to make this an effective mid-roll. What if I just edit it and put it in the middle of the podcast? Sounds good. Let's Great. Cut here. Or oh, we'll finish and then I'll put it in. Well, we're already in this bit. Yeah, I know, but let's finish the podcast. Okay. So that the sentence still this still flows, and then we'll record it afterwards, <laughs> and then I'll put it in somewhere. You're gonna keep this in? Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you can find us on Twitter. I'm at uh, at Two in Tank, or I'm at Alistair TB. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. You can always listen to Shusher Guided Meditations if you don't get enough of this. Um, and uh, you can support us on Patreon if you like what we do, or if you can't afford that, which is fine. Um, I know always... I don't support us on Patreon, 
That's right, and, and I've been very disappointed in Andy for that. And so but you can um, give us a review on iTunes, which would be really lovely and helps the podcast in some you, way. You should know that we also love, love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 